Hello, and welcome to Fit Code, where we talk about all things health and fitness. I'm your host, Leah Messenger. Let's get into it. Hi, guys. Welcome to the first ever Fit Code. I am so, so excited to be finally doing this. I have wanted to do a podcast for so long, and here I finally am. So basically, first, I'm going to give you a brief background of what you can expect from this podcast. My goal is to upload weekly podcasts and have hopefully a guest every month. Um, I'm going to try to get guests that are like nutritionists or personal trainers, um, doctors, or people who really saw a difference in their life um, once starting fitness. So every week you can tweet me at fitcodepod and send me any of your fitness, health, or nutrition questions, and I will answer one question at the end of every episode. So the first question will be next episode. So tweet me at the fit code, or sorry, at fit code pod. Um, yeah. And follow our Instagram at fit code podcast. And I would absolutely also love it if you guys tweeted me or commented on my Instagram pictures, um, different topics you want me to cover. Anyways, so let me tell you guys about me. So my name is Leah. I'm 20 years old and fitness and health has really changed my entire life. After I left for college, fitness and health became my entire life. Um, I first started out with doing more cardio and kind of doing some weight training that I had learned um, in high school when I was on the lacrosse team. But then I found like weightlifting, powerlifting, functional training, calisthenics. I found all of these things through Instagram and through um, fitness influencers And it really changed my life. And now I'm obsessed with just going to the gym and it feels like I'm on a playground when I'm lifting weights and doing functional training and all that. So I just, it's so fun for me and it turned into something that is like my biggest joy in life. Um, Also eating right and recognizing the power of food is really fascinating to me and has really changed my body eating right is so important and it's something that I'm really interested in to see how food can really affect your mind and your body. So this became my passion and I started spending a huge amount of time reading journal articles about health and fitness and how the human body reacts to things. So it's really interesting to me to see how food affects your body and how alcohol affects your body and causes inflammation and how you can kind of manipulate your body to gain muscle and lose fat and how everything you put in your body will affect your mind and affect your energy levels and affect your performance in the gym. So this is pretty much something that has become my life and something that is so, so interesting to me. Um, So I'm currently in the process of becoming a certified personal trainer. But that being said, I'm not a doctor or a trained professional, so everything I will be saying in today's episode and probably the next few episodes is from my personal experience and research and just every all the time I've spent collectively learning about fitness. So let's jump into it. So bulking and cutting is going to be our topic for today. Um, so I'm just going to say that Gaining muscle and losing weight have different requirements for your body, so it's difficult and not very efficient to try to do those two things at the same time. Um, 
your body just needs two completely different environments to gain muscle versus lose weight or lose fat. So um, that's why people tend to do bulks and cuts. You may have heard these terms before, and I'm going to explain them in just a second. Before I explain bulking and cutting, a key concept to understand is your maintenance level calories. Your maintenance level calories are the amount of calories your body can take in to maintain your weight without gaining or losing any weight. If you just want to maintain your weight, you need to find your maintenance level calories. Well, either way, you're going to need to know this. So finding this is a trial and error process, but a rule of thumb is to multiply your weight by 14 and then multiply your weight by 17. And somewhere between those two numbers is your maintenance level calories. Um, It's kind of hard to find this and it's going to take a lot of trial and error, just like Something really good to do is to track the amount of calories you're eating and see if you're gaining or losing weight on like a daily basis, like just kind of track what you're doing. Um, an app I really like is MyFitnessPal. So that really helps me track everything. Um, I love that app. I think I've used that app since I was like 13 years old. It's crazy. So anyways, an example is my maintenance level caloric intake is around 2,100 calories If I'm in a cut, I tend to go around 1750. And if I'm in a bulk, I tend to go around um, 2300. It's all kind of based on personal preference and how quickly you want to lose that fat or gain that muscle. So I'm going to start off with bulking. Bulking is a term for building and gaining muscle. If someone says I'm bulking, it means that they're currently in a period of trying to gain muscle mass. For bulk, you need to be in a caloric surplus, which means you need to be eating more than your maintenance level calories to be able to put on muscle mass. In a bulk, you'd be doing more weightlifting and hypertrophy training, which is resistance training, to put on muscle. You need to be um, really testing your muscles' limits, not not too hard, but putting some strain on your muscles so that um, you can grow them bigger. So while bulking, since you're eating above your maintenance level calories, You'll put on some fat, so you're going to lose some definition of your muscles even if they're growing. So don't be discouraged and don't judge your progress by what you see in the mirror because it's not going to be maybe as accurate or what you would want. Try to gauge your improvement by your progress and performance in the gym. So if you're lifting heavier every week and you're really noticing that you just feel stronger, that is a, a way better gauge than just looking yourself in the mirror during a bulk. Effective bulks are usually when you're already relatively lean and have a lower body fat percentage. So rule of thumb is if you can see your abs, you're lean enough to do an effective bulk. Um, this isn't always the case. Some people see their abs even if they have a higher body fat percentage, but that's just a rule of thumb and you're going to put on less fat and more muscle if you're already relatively lean. It's better to do a clean bulk versus a dirty bulk. A clean bulk is when you're eating clean foods, tracking your macros, and being conscious of what you're putting in your body. Um, Let me know if you would want an episode on tracking macros and calories. I would love to do that for you. Um, Anyways, a dirty bulk is when you're eating whatever you want as long as you're above maintenance level calories. You will most likely be putting on more fat during your bulk if you do a dirty bulk because you're not really paying attention to what you're putting in your body. So you might be eating way more fat and carbs than proteins or just eating greasy, nasty food. And you're definitely going to put on more fat if you do that versus um, eating more of good foods. 
The reason you need to eat more in general is because your body needs that extra energy and fuel to use for building muscle and recovery of muscles. So you need to eat so your muscles have food to grow. In a bulk, you should be lifting heavy and doing higher weight and less reps to put on muscle mass. I'm going to do an episode, if you guys want that, to talk about um, reps and sets and weight ranges and all of that. But in a bulk, I would say kind of push yourself with weight and do um, just kind of whatever weight you can do in a five to eight rep range for four sets is what I personally would do. So um, now let's move on to cutting. Cutting is a term used for losing body fat or trying to like just lower your body fat percentage. A lot of people use the term cutting for when they want to, you know, tone up and actually see the definition in their muscles. To do a cut, you must be in a caloric deficit, which means you're eating less than your maintenance level calories or you're exercising more. Either or, you just need to be in a caloric deficit. You can be in it by eating the same and working out, or you can eat less and not work out. But I think the most efficient is to do both, work out and eat less calories. Um, You need to not be too extreme with this. You don't want to work out like so hard and then, you know, you don't have the energy to go on for the rest of the day. Um, And over time, if you're in kind of like a long cut, um, if you're in less calories and you're working out, it's going to affect your energy levels. So your performance in the gym might be a little shot. You might get tired out more easily. And you might feel like you're not really um, performing well, but that's just kind of how it works. Um, That's why I prefer personally shorter cuts, like a six-week cut, but um, it's probably better to do a longer cut if you want it to um, really be sustainable, is what I would say. Um, Anyways, so it's important to preserve muscle in a cut. So you should be doing resistance training and weightlifting. However, you should be doing lower weight and a higher rep range. So do a weight that's challenging, but not too challenging, and a weight that you can do in a rep range of 8 to 12 for four sets. Um, So cardio is also something that is really good during a cut, and it helps people burn calories. There are two different types of cardio, and one is more efficient than the other. There is high-intensity cardio versus steady-state cardio, and high-intensity cardio is going to be more effective because it brings your heart rate up really quickly and it keeps your heart rate up. So some an example of this would be like a HIIT workout or sprints. Um, but then steady state cardio is not going to bring your heart rate up as high or as quickly. And an example of that would be walking on an incline or Stairmaster. I personally really cannot stand cardio and I kind of just try to incorporate it into my weight training or like calisthenics or functional training, like my cardio would maybe be, you know, box jumping. And that's like it for me. I prefer to just do all weightlifting and that still burns about the same amount of calories for me as it would if I were doing cardio. But it all just kind of depends on your preference. After doing a cut, when you're trying to return to your maintenance level calorie intake, you might gain a small amount of weight But if you do your cut more slowly and don't decrease your calories by too much when you are going back to your maintenance level calories, then you won't put on as much fat. But if you do a really um, short and intense cut, you might kind of see the fat come back on when you go back to your maintenance level calories. So anyways, 
most people tend to do cuts before spring and summer because they want to look good in, you know, their bathing suits or whatever on the beach, on the pool, vacations. And most people bulk during fall and winter when we're all wearing, um, you know, clothes that don't really show our muscles. And so you can um, look a little chunkier and you're fine. But um, yeah, so that's kind of the gist of bulking and cutting. If you want me to do a more in-depth episode on bulking and cutting and which one you should do first for your body, tweet me at fitcodepod and you can also comment on any of our Instagram pictures at fitcodepodcast. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed so much. Please let me know what you thought of this episode or anything you want me to cover, any topics, any critiques, just let me know. Thank you guys so, so, so much for listening and I will see you next week.